This podcast is proudly brought to you by Australia Lawyers. If you need legal information or fast access to Australia's leading lawyers, visit australialawyers.com.au. Now, over to Dan for the podcast. Hey, this is Dan, and thanks for tuning in to the podcast where I talk legal stuff with lawyers that I know, like, and trust. I hope you find the information really useful, and if you need legal help, that you reach out to one of these lawyers directly or drop by lawbydan.com and I can steer you in the right direction. Many family lawyers colloquially refer to the month of January as divorce month. So it begs the question, why? Well, to find out, I'm with accredited specialist and partner at OMB Solicitors, Abby Golightly. Abby, so why is January the big D month? Hi, Dan. Look, there's so many reasons for relationships ending and for whatever reason, as you've identified, January seems to be um, statistically and practically one of the busiest months in family law. Um, There's a number of reasons that give rise to that occurring and I'll run you through a few of them and some of them um, people might think are a bit glib, but they're actually genuine reasons for people when their relationships already in stress. Great. Sounds good. Let's go. All right, so the first one um, is financial pressure. Now, financial pressure, obviously, in relationships, um, the studies say, is one of the biggest reasons for relationship breaks down at the best of times. Last year, um, you know, no one can forget those lovely interest rate rises from the Reserve Bank. So 2022 was a significantly um, difficult financial year for a lot of people. So we add that to the already increased costs associated with Christmas. So um, Christmas parties, Christmas presents, socialising, family gatherings, holidays, and all of the things that come with the holiday season um, put significant pressure on household budgets. And that pressure um, can take a toll on a relationship. And when your relationship is already under stress, those additional Christmas costs can just tip relationships over breaking point and arguments ensue and relationships become unrepairable. Yeah, no, absolutely. And uh, by all reports, the uh, economic situation is not going to repair um, real soon either. No, it's certainly um, going to continue to cause some relationship difficulties. Other uh, reasons around that Christmas time um, to pertain to the time that we spend with our family. Now, of course, everyone paints Christmas as this lovely family holiday and ordinarily it uh, should be and can be. But that extra time with family, and that's just not your direct family, that's your extended family and friends, that can really cause some increasing stress on families and on their relationships. That unrelenting pressure to just put up with the in-laws or like the cousin that you don't usually get along with, put relationships under strain and cause significant arguments between families. Again, sometimes tipping difficult relationships over that edge. Yep, absolutely. Then flow on from that is um, about parenting styles. So traditionally relationships, you'll see... um, one parent working, one parent at home, although in modern times it's definitely a shift towards two working parents. 
But in more traditional roles where we've got a primary caregiver who stays at home and um, the non-primary giver, so the spouse that's out earning uh, and supporting the family, when that spouse takes their holidays at Christmas, as most people do, and then we've got both parents in the household with different parenting styles and one parent trying to say, hey, look, that's not how we usually do it. The kids, they go to bed at 9 o'clock and the other parents are like, oh, come on, it's Christmas, let's let them stay up a little bit later. Those little things combined and mounting up on all of the other pressures on families around that Christmas time can result in arguments and simply spending more time together gives more opportunities for arguments and often one little argument is just that last one they need to say that they're done. And then we move into, uh, it's a a take on the New Year's resolution that people tend to put in place towards that end of the year. It's the whole just one more Christmas and the new year, new me mindset. Um, Given Christmas obviously is usually a very significant family occasion, kids involved, often people are like, you know what, let's just get through Christmas and new year, let the kids have another happy Christmas and new year. And then when the new year rolls around, new year, new me vibes kick in and I'm going to, you know, seize upon the things that I've been thinking about for however long that might be the case. I'm going to reevaluate my life, reevaluate my goals and come 1 January, that's it. The relationship's done. It's the most logical time for me. I'm going to wait till my uh, lawyer opens on the first business day of the next business year and um, start that process. So it's just about you know starting the new year fresh and for whatever reason those stresses have built up throughout the course of the year we get through Christmas and then um, people pull the ripcord and move towards activating separation and acting on their desire to end their relationship in January. Abby, in practice, do you see uh, clients come to see you who perhaps haven't made that definitive decision of leaving, but they just want to get a sense of what that landscape might look for, like look like going forward? Absolutely. So one of the things that people are most scared about is the unknown um, and getting some information from a specialist family lawyer prior to actually communicating your desire to separate often gives you power by way of knowledge. Um, And you can make decisions to end your relationship knowing that the things that get thrown back to you by your spouse in terms of you can't do that or the house is all in my name, et cetera, et cetera, they actually don't matter um, because the law doesn't support that position. And getting some pre-separation advice around that will give you that knowledge and that power to move forward with some certainty. Do you also find that during that first consultation that, um, you know, you're, you're able to actually stress test uh, how, how bad things really are? Absolutely. So having practised in family law for 20-odd years now, I often discuss with my clients, you know, how bad things can get. So the worst-case scenarios are things like locks changing, furniture being thrown on the driveway, people taking children and running off with them and explaining how all of those eventualities, there are methods by which to get through them. They're not necessarily going to be um, you know, pleasant steps to take or quick steps to take, but there is always a way through those really, really difficult behaviours on the part of the other party. And not necessarily all relationships end, of course. I mean, I, 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 I know through conversations with you that people who actually might come to see you actually go back and, uh, and repair the relationship and, and, and uh, keep on keeping on. 
certainly. Uh, and one of the things that's always important to discuss with our clients and one of the things that I always stress to them is that working on your relationship, if that's your goal, then absolutely do that. Um, I work with a great team of therapists here on the Gold Coast and within South East Queensland um, and can give people referrals to relationship counsellors to go and talk to and obviously find the right one that works for them. Um, and repairing a relationship and moving forward knowing that you've seen what it could be if you do separate and you've decided to work on that relationship is certainly um, you know, a really positive outcome of those initial consultations. Abby, you provide a free no-obligation consultation at OMB. We sure do. So it's a free consultation, 30 minutes, uh, no obligation to continue you know, using OMB solicitors, but generally speaking, once um, you engage with a solicitor, uh, I find um, that connection builds quite easily. And then after that, we um, give you some specific advice on the processes, procedures, and a, a resolution pathway for your particular matter. Abby, thanks for joining me. No worries. Thanks, Dan. Thanks heaps for listening to this edition of the Law by Dan podcast. If you found it useful, it would be great if you could leave a rating on Spotify or iTunes or whatever the streaming platform is that you're using. Also, if need be, you can reach out to me at lawbydan.com. Thanks for listening to this podcast made possible by Australia Lawyers. For great legal information and fast access to Australia's best lawyers, visit australialawyers.com.au.